Uh, testing. Hello. <laughs> okay, I think we're good. We're good. All right. All right. Well, welcome uh, back, everybody, to the MSG podcast. Yes. Oh, shoot, my phone. Gotta turn the sound off. Oh yeah. I gotta make sure mine's off too. Uh. Here we go. Oh, I didn't even see your message on there. Oh. For the, for the it, it, I got I got paper anyway, so we're fine. But yeah, because there's like stuff you gotta write down. But right, right. That's Dude, I'm important. actually really pumped. I'm excited for too. Friday, man. My God, I think that'll be neat. Because it was like it was like yesterday. Brian was like, "Are we good for Friday?" In our group chat, and Shawn Michaels like, "No, we're gonna have to skip this week because he's going out of town and doing stuff." So our DM was going out of town. Yeah. And I was like, "Dang it!" Because we didn't do it last week. Because mm-hmm. apparently, DM his sister was in town, so we didn't do it Friday. And we were like, "Whatever, we'll do it next Friday." And then brian messaged like are we good and everybody's like oh yeah I, i'll be there and i'll be there and Sean michael's like i'm gonna have to cancel i can't be there and i was like shoot we're not gonna do it and then next friday we're not doing it oh really because it's fellowship on friday yeah that's right so what we're that's doing right. is we're switching our D D games every other friday mm-hmm. so one friday we have fellowship the next we don't so we do D. So, so right. that's what we're switching to and i was like so i was like we're gonna have here. we were gonna have three weeks of not that's not right. doing D. I was like dang i really want to go back so, so brian was like brian was like shoot I'll do a DM, and we were all like, "Let's do it!" <laughs> we were like, "Let's go!" So uh, it's definitely gonna be, gonna be neat. And then I'm I'm gonna be honest. I there are certain things I can't do with creating characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, I, I can get the first half pretty solid done. Okay, and then the after okay. that, I, I dude, I was watching like YouTube videos before you got here, trying to figure out how to do some stuff. There are certain oh. things I just you'll have to what, ask. What does the second half involve? Is that just like, bro? You want to see my paint? Well, technically, I'm not a wizard, so I don't have to fill out the third. Actually, a like lot all of this... your spells and your abilities. Yeah, and... I don't do spells, so I don't know how to do. Well, I know how you you write them down. That's about it. Oh yeah, for spells, cat. Well, cat chips. You have spells. Shoot, I can't even. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, those are those would be spell slots. Oh dang. Now I don't do spells. I don't have any spells. Okay. So, but you would write down the name on the top. Uh, for each one is like certain levels. So, like you put lo- cat trips are like spells that are infinite, so you can always use them. They're not like okay. spells. I don't know how to describe them because I don't use them. Right. Um, and then you get. I guess. I guess technically, I have a thing called like dark vision. Yeah, dark vision is like seen in a dark somewhat. Okay. It's kind of like a spell, but it's always. It's always active. Active or always available. It doesn't take Eternal mana or anything. But yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Stuff like background and appearance doesn't really matter for you if it, this is a one-time thing, which is what my other page kind of is for the most part. There's a lot of things I skipped because I didn't really need them. So, but yeah, it's just the first page, and I don't have one of these, but it's just going to be the first page that we have to fill out, or I can fill out the first half. Okay. After that, Yeah. granted i don't know if you need like personal traits or ideals or bonds or flaws if this if it's a one shot i don't think i don't know personally because i think from what we're doing it i I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of interaction i think it's just just combat i think it's just combat from what i've heard but granted i don't know until we get there but yeah so i can definitely fill out actually what is that okay (laughs) passive wisdom perception i don't i never filled that out i don't know what that is is my wisdom good no okay <laughs> no, we're, just, we're not gonna do any no uh, solomon checks shoot for but yeah and then yeah it's awesome as long, be cool. as long as you have like your race kind of figured out and your class and then i gotta somehow figure out subclass yeah i didn't even because subclass is class. a part of the class so i'm a rogue assassin Okay. But I could be like a rogue thief. Right. So you could. Sp- but I, could I don't even on. know how to find that other than on the books. And I don't have the books. Right. I was trying to Google it. Or I was trying to I YouTube it. And they have like 30 minute videos on each class. I was like, I can't watch no. 30 minutes. Especially to learn every class subclass for you. Did you know what you wanted to be? Or you said gnome. Oh, gnome yeah. Artificer. Artificer. Shoot. I don't know what he needs. <laughs> Bro. It's like the no. one that's, that's um, the first one on the list. Uh, no, I know, but it's the only one. It's it's in a different. It's different. I think it's in a different book. I don't oh, know. Really, it it probably is. I don't know. If you look on the website, you know, I guess you were looking at the five E tools. Yeah, yes. that's what I use for all my stuff. So, but granted, I'm just using the knowledge. 
it, it's gonna be interesting, like having the to teach some of these things because some of these things. <laughs> like you have an I, I know some of these things. I, I figured out pro, uh, proficiency bonus, um, initiative and speed. There are certain things that your characters already have, but yeah, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess I'm I'm gonna have to figure out weapons for you based on what your character is. He'll have certain weapons already. Yeah, but there's usually a, there's usually a wide two. range. Yeah. yeah, it's usually a wider range, but you have to focus it down to two, maybe three. But yeah, I was having fun like going down the list of like it's your, cool. your starting equipment. And it's like yeah, you get to pick this and this, and you come with this, but there's also this. Like it's you get insane. Toolkits. Yeah, yeah. You get toolkits, but you actually have to pick toolkits. Yeah. So I, I as get... you level up, you can unlock. You can get more. I think it depends on class and such, but I don't think it matters for a one shot. So okay. um, See, probably what I'll do with this is I will go about this, you know, as shallowly as I can for this one off. Well, I'll yeah. Keep the character and probably. It, I, I'm telling you, if you want to join, I'm sure that they won't mind, especially since they've lost two people already. Mine. Luke left. Ethan. Uh, yeah. Ethan's in school, so he's on and off. Uh, Cuban's definitely on and off, and I know he'll be out for a while once he has the kid. Yeah. yeah so I don't and that leaves like four of us left, and then the, the DM, party is dwindling. And it's like I need to bring in. We somebody. already had to do a quest just to get uh, like a staff of healing because we don't have any more supports to heal ourselves. Right. So it's like, but yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I could always talk to them. I think it would be cool, but nah, that's up to you. So, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm after excited. after this episode is over, I'm gonna try and help David make a D and D character for a, for just a, a currently a for a, a, a single game, a YOLO session. <laughs> this is like this Friday night will be like the custom games of like any game. Right. So it has nothing to do like it, we don't keep <laughs> oh, any no. of the stats or anything. Nothing matters. It's just a one time deal. Really? So you don't get to like you don't no no we're we're being or... pushed up to level fifteen. Okay. Because of the bot the characters we're fighting are higher level. Mm-hmm. So we're it's supposed it's supposed to be a continual waves. So I'm thinking it think of it like zombies. <laughs> right. It's you just continual combat until you just get picked off. I like and that. I know with how I roll, I'm dying first. <laughs> So I know I'm go. gonna die. It's gonna suck. Let's get you some loaded die. We'll, <laughs> put, it, we'll put them twenty side up in your hot car. Bro. And just let them melt a little. Oh man, that'd be so bad. But ah, oh, I'm super pumped. But yeah. All right. Um. Wow. All right. What are we talking about, David? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, the... Delta variant. Yeah, that's right. Uh. I knew that plane was uh, <laughs> a. The airline company was bad business. Oh man. American Airlines. <laughs> you said it. Uh, yep. Not, not anything else. Just American Airlines. Um, did you hear about them now? Like, there's they're like enforcing vaccinations now. Yeah. Like people are actually losing their jobs yeah, for like not having vaccinations. And and they're not liking the fact that there's uh, paper. What do you call it? Document proof. Yeah. Like your receipt proof. or whatever. They they want it to be a more permanent, more hard to recreate yeah so like there, there was that russian person that invented the wrist qr code that tells your covid there you go status that's <laughs> oh man it's it's interesting because it's like the vaccination doesn't work in the delta variant which is interesting yeah and i don't know I why it's weird because like, like they're vilifying those that don't have the vaccine and yet the the vaccine doesn't do much against the it's it's so it's an infinite do? loop though because if you think about it it's like we you know we had covid come out and then everybody had to stay home and then eventually you wear masks and then you get vaccinated and everything kind of went back to normal for a moment yeah especially here in texas like everybody's kind of started going back to work some people were in masks some people weren't whatever yeah. and then they it's almost as if they created a new variant to revamp the original situation and then when that dies out they'll do another so so, so you're always pumping in juice into your arm it's like i don't know about that see i don't even think that the vaccine is the end goal if there was some sort of it's to see if you can control people that much fear is a great method of allowing people of their own volition to give up their freedoms yeah like i'm afraid for my own health therefore i'll give my power to you the government if you'll protect me. The government will say, hot dog, I'll protect you. And now you don't have any freedoms. Yeah. Like, there, there are people that are 
they're, I mean, they're depressed out of their mind and whatnot just because of all the isolation that COVID has had. The fear-mongering has only gotten worse. Um, so it's like they're, they're not even getting the benefit that they sold their freedoms for. Yeah. It's a bad, bad deal. You know what I've been seeing? A lot of people saying, like, this is... Well, I've been... You know, some people were saying, like, it's, like, preparation for the mark of the beast. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, but I feel like you don't even need to prep. You know what I mean? Like, let's say, let's say getting the vaccination was legitimately the mark of the beast. Yeah. It already works. You don't need to, you know, you don't need a trial run to figure out whether or not it's going to work. You already know it's going to work. I, no, I don't even think it was a trial run that they were looking for. I think it, what people are saying on that end is that uh, there's a lot of hard-headed people out there. Yeah. And so if you train people to think a certain way, because like right now, or before COVID started, let's say, People enjoyed the freedoms and the luxuries of being able to go across state borders without having a passport or any sort of ID. You just drive across the border. You can go to any place you wanted. You've got cash, so you can pay for purchases anywhere you want. That's not traceable. Um, when, when government can't trace purchases, people, whatnot, it's very chaotic, and it's, it's not good if they want to control you in terms of like intelligence, knowing... Where people are and what they're doing is really great when you want to control the yeah. population. And so if, again, I don't know for certain that they're doing this on purpose, but this would be a really nice benefit for them if this is the case. If you go ahead and cow the people by, one, you make them afraid for their life, so they give up their freedoms. Yeah. And then you slowly but surely start imposing more and more restrictions on those freedoms. So even during COVID, you could go across state borders, whatnot. Um, now they're talking about let's close off the borders, and you can only go between them if you have your vaccine papers. Yeah. Okay, so that's the first step. Then you can't go get groceries. You can't, you know, see people. Then you can't go to church, and you know, it's that kind of stuff. Eventually, as with the masks and everything, people will have that beaten into their head so that they just accept it and go, "This is normal life." Um, and then, when it, whenever the mark of the beast comes along, when a person is trained like that psychologically, yeah. when something similar happens, their brain goes right back to that state. Yeah. Uh, so the, the work will have already been done. The people will accept it without any resistance. Yeah. Only the ones that actually know what's going on, and they're yeah. already going to be vilified anyway. Christians will say, look, this is what's going on. It's like, well, that makes you an easier target if you're talking to out about it yeah it's interesting like i don't know it's weird have you been vaccinated yet or no i have nothing against it i'm not fighting it or has your job not said anything i guess they've they've talked to me multiple times they're not mandating it at all but they're suggesting it they've leaned on me saying like hey we'd we'd really do all the other guys already uh are they already Uh, vaccinated do you know yes okay yeah um yeah, everybody else is vaccinated. Okay. Like, I'm, you're, I'm you're the, <laughs> the odd man out. I, the only reason is because we've been working so dang hard. Yeah, you just can't go get I it. I can't go get it. I had it scheduled the one Saturday. Were they not supposed to go door to door? Or was that just to man, like get you to go? Or uh, were they actually passing it out? I don't know. Hmm. It wouldn't surprise me uh, with the way they have been vilifying people. Yeah, we'll give you the shot right on the front door. Like, come on. It's all it's got. Wake up, sir. That's, okay. all you, <laughs> <laughs> that's all you gotta do. Yeah, you can literally do it in like five yeah. seconds. Just inject it, walk away, put the bandaid on, whatever. Like, <laughs> see, like everybody at the office thinks I have some aversion to it. I was like, I, I don't. The, the only thing that has given me pause on it is that they had several studies come out from the military, from the army, because they did mass. Uh, vaccinations of all of the military members yeah. when this and it was a good thing get everybody inoculated but they found that in young men in our age category uh, it had a pretty high chance of enlarging your heart it was like, mm, that's... If, if you took the Pfizer okay. vaccine which is the most readily available and I was like I don't like that because I already have a naturally enlarged heart like it's it's over large. YOLO, let's make so, it bigger. Yeah, there we go. His heart increased three sizes that day. <laughs> and he died. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if I go take it, I'm not I'm not worried about dying. So if I die, oh well. But yeah. that's the only thing that would give me pause. 
Because for tough. a normal person, yeah, okay, your heart gets enlarged and then you just deal with the occasional pain from that. But I've already got the occasional pain, so what does that mean? Dude, that's insane. Yeah, because you said your heart was a little bigger than normal. Yeah, and it's not life-threatening what I've got. Yeah. Like, it's just uncomfortable sometimes. But It's not even FDA approved. Right. Which I don't know how it's not yet. Like, it's because it got made so quickly, and there were a it's lot been, of... It's been out for so long now. They, I they feel like they would have already pushed it through. I don't know. FDA approval is a very long process. It takes like Office. four or five years <laughs> or something. Like that. It, it takes a long yeah. time. It, it, I don't know. It's weird. But but this is highly unusual that they would endorse a drug without also like putting their seal of approval What on happened it? to the Johnson & Johnson stuff? It's still around. They're is still it? giving it out. Okay. okay. It, I haven't seen anything about that. Problems. <laughs> People just stopped doing it after the first 2000s. Maybe <laughs> 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 uh, get a different version. <laughs> Johnson Johnson 2.0. kills you twice as fast. <laughs> oh, hey. Worth it. <laughs> it's going to be a new way to commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Vaccine up, boy. Uh, maybe it can be used for the Delta variant. It's just not good Maybe. for the COVID. The <laughs> COVID in general. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you can't catch COVID if you're dead. <laughs> True. They're the wisest ones of all. Now I know what I have to do. <laughs> I don't know. It. Yeah. It's weird. Because now... I don't know. They, I know they're, they're still enforcing the, the mask, which I think is weird if you're vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, I understand why you would push it if you're not vaccinated, but for vaccinated people, they still insist like wearing like three layered masks. Yeah, because well, like, I think if if they are using this to their advantage, they want to continue the trends they've already set up. Like if yeah. they get rid of the ones before, people might recover some semblance of normalcy. So you have to maintain what you've already done and then stack more on top of it. Then they're saying you can still get covid even if you have been vaccinated it's like then why get vaccinated in the first place like the, the only reason they've come up with it sounds valid is that if you do catch covid which you have a high yeah, likelihood of unless then it won't be lethal. Less. they were saying also if you are vaccinated you would have less or less notable symptom symptoms right in which case i would say that's actually worse it would it be, not be? Yeah, it would be harder for doctors to diagnose. To di- yeah. Easier for you to spread it. Yeah. Um, I would rather have a lot more noticeable symptoms. Yeah, it's like it, it's kind that of a, it's, a two-way street because yeah. it'd be easier on the person, and if it could be caught quick enough and they can quarantine, then they're fine. Yeah. I don't know. We need to all become like bubble people. There you go. Yeah, roll around in your hamster balls. Dude, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. I would. <laughs> Wouldn't. I would follow suit if the government did that. Like, yeah, I would. On. We stop driving cars and we just drive our, 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 our little boats. I would be ramming into people all day. It'd be like bumper boats, but on the highway. You're like you going across Lake Ray Hubbard. Just <laughs> you imagine that you on those you could oh, literally walk so on water cool. too. That would be sick. Get out there, there when a storm comes oh, in, just bouncing around. That'd be so awesome. You could run down hills. Yeah, you couldn't die. The bubble pops open and you haven't. Nah, no, we got got that super, years. super something. Your immune system is so weak, you like touch the ground and die. <laughs> what is it? Bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would do that if they did that. I really actually hope I they think do that. That would be fun for like an afternoon. And then, but, and then after you're like, yeah, I'm tired of it. No more. You get out of it to sleep. You take showers in the bubble. <laughs> you just hook up a hose to it. Well, the bubble fills up and you drown. <laughs> we didn't see this. Put it on like a little roller track and it like it's like a washing machine. So <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be the best thing in the world. That, it would be interesting. We I'll give do, you that. It would be to, interesting. Um, I know the government is listening to us, so. That's right. If you want that idea, it's yours pro bono. You just take it. I want to be the first tester. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And numero dos right here. You <laughs> know what they do is they put needles, vaccination needles, on the inside completely around so that no matter wherever you roll, you're always getting in, like stabbed in the arm and in the feet. Don't tempt fate. <laughs> this is going to happen. I want it. That would be the ultimate torture method. Anti-vaxxers get put in the bubble of doom. 
<laughs> we gotta stop talking about that. That would be a great idea, though. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we need to test it. They think I'm an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> I mean, I'm not vaccinated, so technically I would be an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> <laughs> But see that, see that's uh-huh. the problem with the vilification. Because before it was like, okay, everybody needs to do their part. This is for the benefit of everybody. Like, I'm fine with that. Now it's like, you don't get your vaccine, you're literally a murderer. Because you, was it? It you was, want people to die. Did you hear about that? Like a few weeks ago about um, I can never say her name right, Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Kamala Harris. About saying um, uh, to love thy neighbor. About getting the vaccine is loving thy neighbor. Yeah. Did you hear about that? That was a few weeks ago. I literally just saw that part, and I I saw a bunch of people talk about it. I was like, that's hilarious. It's like, in theory, (laughs) if if that would help people, then okay. In theory, that makes sense. If the whole goal... (laughs) Puberty hit me again. Voice crack, man. It happens. If the whole goal was to protect everybody, like they keep saying, then that makes sense. But if it's not, then that's just platitudes. Yeah. Didn't didn't Biden just bomb Syria? Was it Syria? Did he? He just bombed somewhere like two weeks ago. I know he backed out of Afghanistan. Afghanistan is a whole new level now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But he bombed somewhere. Shoot, I can't remember. This is what happens when I delete all my social media. I can't keep track of anything. It's like maybe they'll bomb us. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a quick end. (laughs) They would have to nuke us. Everybody get in the bubble of doom. Come on, let's go. <laughs> well, we won't die if we're in the bubble. You'll be vaccinated. <laughs> it's good for radiation, I guess. Torture. <laughs> we'll get mutated. Oh. <laughs> you would become coronavirus. <laughs> Those little flying balls. Oh, whatever they may oh, say it looks like. But... Oh, my gosh. That would be sick. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be there the moment a nuke drops, just a few miles away. You know, like you see the explosion, and then as it's coming towards you, and then you get vaporized, and then you get vaporized. Yeah. That's gotta be a quick way to go. I wonder if that's even painful. Let's I would find out. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be alive to tell anybody, <laughs> or would I? <laughs> Maybe like, you survive one of those things. You're just like a skeleton. <laughs> This, it was not worth it. <laughs> it was not, it was not worth it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shoot. I remember um, seeing all those memes about uh, nuclear blasts where there's some place along the radius of the blast where all of the frozen dinners in the supermarket would be perfectly cooked. <laughs> I want to be there. It's like, yeah! <laughs> Just, of course, you'd probably be perfectly cooked, too. <laughs> You're worth it. <laughs> you can eat yourself. The Salisbury steak! <laughs> <laughs> Shoot! Did you uh? Did you hear about? Well, you probably didn't hear about. F- what's today? Tuesday? Yeah, Friday. What you hear what? What happened on Friday? I know what happened to me on Friday, but what happened? Oh on yeah! <laughs> Shoot! You want? Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that later. What, what <laughs> happened on Friday? Okay. Um, Friday apparently. So you know, I watch a lot of like TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I do now. Get <laughs> all TikTok. <laughs> But no, there was this thing going around where they were trying to make a national holiday. And I, I guess it kind of was. I don't think it popped off as well as they wanted it to. But I'm sure over the years it might become a legitimate thing. What, what I don't know how to say it or what the actual name is. But basically it was nat- National Go Outside and Give Your Finger to God Day. I don't know if it was the exact were, words, were but they, that's exactly what they did. They're flipping so I, off God? People went out. So I don't know who all atheists or people who just are <laughs> against God, whatever, went out and recorded themselves on TikTok, and you know, like walking the out sky. the door and giving the finger to the sky. You know, sky daddy or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's kind of ironic because if you do that, you're putting it. You're basically saying that God exists <laughs> because you're giving him the finger. Yep. I was like, wouldn't it be more... Just it, not to go outside. That's how you prove it. That's how you get me. But all you're doing is proving that you believe in God. You just don't care. Yep. I, I, I don't know. I thought that was really stupid, but that's I don't know. That's pretty dumb. That's... Maybe, maybe we'll see it next year. Yeah, that's right. I want to be outside. I want to be outside drinking my tea, just watching people. Just down the neighborhood streets, just walking out, giving the finger. 
Hi, howdy. <laughs> hey, buddy, how's it going? I know, he's still up there. He sees that yep, finger. Yep. <laughs> I thought, it, I don't know. I he's thought it was storing real, that up for the day of rest. I, I thought it was super dumb. I don't it is know, dumb. I don't know how it came to be, and I don't think it was nearly as popular as I think people wanted it to be, because I could barely find it, mm-hmm. but it was a thing. I'm sure there were a few dozen people who did it. Yeah, in I'm the sure. entire world, that's, that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot of people. Would. That's a lot of people. It's good to know so many people. That amount of people will die tomorrow by COVID. <laughs> Probably will. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, um, you want, you, do you want to talk about what happened yeah, to you on Friday? It, that was, it was, uh, it was strange. It was, that's, uh, so anyway, for the, the people that don't know this, which is everybody, except for Trey. Hi. Um, on Friday, my coworker that I was standing right next to got attacked with a knife or confronted you, you, with a you knife. Got pull, a guy pulled a knife guy on you. A guy pulled right? a knife on him, right. Because it's... Not attacked. He wasn't... Yeah, he wasn't neither of them were harmed, hurt. were you? He wasn't... He, he, the guy didn't even, like, strike at him, but... Just pulled it out. He just pulled it out and threatened him with it. That'd be the best way to say. And, uh, yeah, that was bizarre because the, the whole thing that happened from start to finish was... Me and my partner had just finished setting up our robotic unit. And when you have a robotic, once you set it up, you have to go to another known point and you get a what's called a backside. So you're, you're measuring your angle and your distance so that you can shoot things accurately. Okay. So we were walking towards the backside point as a gentleman was getting out of, he was leaving a building in a hurry and yeah. a huff. Y'all were, what, in like downtown Dallas somewhere? It was it was in Dallas. It was towards okay. the outskirts okay. of Dallas. It was kind of a rough area, but it That's didn't fair. appear that way. Yeah. You know, it was just I got that inkling. <laughs> it happens. But he was coming out, and he was in a huff, and I was trying not to look at him because I knew he was upset. We got to the point right as he was getting to his car, and it just so happened that his car was right next to our point, the driver's side facing us. Yeah. Right. And so. As soon as he gets in the car, he looks out at my partner and says, What are you looking at? You're looking at me funny. What are you looking at me funny for? He's like, I'm tired of black folk today because my partner's black. And I'm like, What the heck? What's going on? This guy seems kind of off his rocker a little bit. I just, you know, I put the pole on the point and I start doing my thing. And he keeps going. He keeps, like, riling up and... My partner Jonathan, he's he's trying to de-escalate a little bit. Like, no, nah, I'm not looking at you. It's we're, we're working. And the guy gets out of the car. And he starts talking in his face, real angry. You know, and he keeps. Jonathan keeps, you know, like, hey, buddy, we're not doing anything. So he sort of huffs and gets back in the car. I'm still getting the point. He gets out again and click. He's got the knife. And oh my goodness, because he brushed past me behind me to get to Jonathan. And, like, he just, he kept going up towards him. You know, he was yeah. he was walking towards him, squared up, just sort of like we talked about in the past with psychology. Like, he was looking for a confrontation. Jonathan did all the right things with turning his face away, turning his body away, um, just saying whatever platitudes would get the guy off his back, just, okay, okay, you know, yeah. sorry, you're right. Eventually, the guy defused a little enough to get in his car and speed off. Mm. But I don't know. When when you are aware that there is somebody who is mentally unhinged with a weapon that close to you, you get that flood of adrenaline. It's the fight or flight or flight. Yeah. Where it's like, "Oh, oh, I could I could be dead in the next few seconds easily." So it was it was yeah. scary for both of us. I'm sure it was more scary for Jonathan. Yeah. But Did, was he like, what what time of day was this? This was Do you know? um, like eleven, like two o'clock. Okay. Okay. Two thirty. Maybe he was like drinking beforehand. I don't know. It was not a not depressant drunk. he was on. It was probably okay. a stimulant. Okay. I don't know because I know some people, especially in downtown Dallas area, they drink. Yeah. There's a like lot of eight a.m., seven a.m. You're just chugging off the bat. So. No, there's there's a difference between. You said he seemed high, of some sort. Well, but he, yeah, because he was he was off mentally, but he wasn't slow. Yeah. Usually, when you have somebody that's angry and they're drunk, they're uncoordinated. They're you know their vision yeah doesn't work quite right. They were hyper attentive. They were, or they were hyper attentive. 
thus the reason why they thought that he was looking at him funny. Like they were, they focused on him, and the fact that they completely ignored my existence. Like he didn't talk to me, he didn't look at me at all. He brushed past you me. Weren't, several you times weren't pissing denied. him off. Yeah, your partner was. But see, like. To a normal person, if you got naturally angry, if we had done something terribly offensive to him, you know, we kept thumbing a nose at him and we're just insulting his mother or whatnot. Yeah. Like, the anger would be spread out over the whole party involved. It would be mostly focused towards the instigator, but at least by association he would be angry at me too. Yeah. But the fact that, no, he locked on to my partner... And focused on him completely, you know, he could have stabbed me a dozen times in that you know, thirty seconds. Didn't didn't do a thing. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, at least it worked out. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing bad know. happened. So, because it was so fast, the, everything that happened was so fast and so unexpected. Plus that rush of adrenaline. It's like by the time he left, I was. Only then starting to think about maybe what my options were. Mm. I don't know if I've ever. I yeah. Was that the first time you've ever like had a that 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 kind bad. of experience? Yeah, okay. that bad. Because yeah, I've had scary experiences. Because I don't know if I could say I've had an experience like that. I don't know. Yeah, it was. But yeah, I I kind of felt cowardly because I didn't do anything. You know, mm-hmm. I was I was standing. I can cont- the whole time this was going on. I continued to get the backside point. I got the point recorded and just waited for the guy to. Man leave of his word. Me. That's what I like. It's like. I don't I don't know how to think about how I reacted because I don't know. Fight or flight usually is pretty. You were a middle ground though. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe um, because you weren't directly involved, since he was more pointed at your partner. Yeah, but to to so you weren't like you weren't his target. Me. You weren't really his target. Yeah. Your partner was. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, like that's, that no, makes sense. No, that that's fair. I mean, especially if it's like your first time, it makes sense. So yeah, it's not like you're used to those type of experiences. No, no. Where like a, a police officer usually would. Yeah, or they're, a, they're they're more aware and because yeah. it it was strange because something about it, that much adri- adrenaline in your system, it does focus your awareness. So like Probably you I feel knew, like you're on drugs. Yeah. you haven't done anything. It's like boom. <laughs> you're just aware. Like your hearing increases, your vision kind of increases. Like you you look at things a little different. Yeah. I only looked at the guy's face once, but I did. You I keep your head down it. for the most part. Not really. I no. I literally acted as if the guy wasn't there, and he literally acted as if I wasn't there. Hmm. Maybe you two are buddies. Did, we just don't know. We had a mental link. He, there you go. But like, I remember his face in vivid detail, and I could, I immediately recognized that he had the knife because you hear the click. Yeah. And so like there was something in my brain that was. Did like, you knife. okay? He pulled out the knife in the car before he got out. He Did, he stepped out, clicked it. Okay. Because I thought I thought you were saying he was in the car and he like pulled out the knife and showed y'all and then got out. No, that's what, it I, that's what that. I, okay. As he was getting out, yeah, he pulled the knife. Okay, you know, you hear that thing, the little click, and it's like you you associate that with knife. Um, and then the fact that you know he's rapidly approaching you, like if you were Jonathan, like that's terrifying. That's yeah. He, and if he's off his rocket, that's that's weird. But like that's, I, I saw the knife in his hand, I was aware of that fact. I knew which hand he had it in. I knew what grip he had it in. I knew where he was as he passed behind me. I knew how he was confronting Jonathan. I, so I don't know if my brain in the in, in the back of my mind was like analyzing everything just in case something worse happened, or what. Yeah, but and maybe that was just the hyper awareness. You were probably just trying to focus on your work to not be as stressed out. I don't know. It could have been that too. I don't know, but I don't. I, know. I didn't feel focused on the work. <laughs> yeah, but you said you did all the work, and then after you left, you kind of started thinking of ways yeah. out or whatever. Yeah, because I didn't even think about the fact that I was holding a survey pole, which is essentially a glorified spear. Like, has it got a sharp end or something? It's got a razor sharp point. Woo! So, like, I want to see that. And. Stab some people with because it. Because I, I don't like the, the analysis that I was cowardly. I think that's probably more true than anything. 
I didn't think about that fact. I've got a weapon right here in my hand until after he. You left. think about that though. If you if you had hypothetically pointed the stick at the guy, yeah, and like somehow said, "Hey, guy," or whatever, back off. Most likely. I'm, I'm not going to say it, but somebody was going to get some blood oh, yeah. on the ground. See, and that's, that's However why it I, ended, but that would have just made the situation worse. That's, that's what I told Jonathan, and that's what I've been telling everybody. It's like, I'm thankful to God for the way that worked out. Because whether it was, it was cowardice or something else, which I wouldn't know what. Patience. <laughs> I don't know about that. But whatever it was, nobody got hurt. That's good, though. We got shaken. But not hurt. Yeah, when you text me that, I was like, "Oh, that must have happened like two days ago or something." Then, because I was surprised, I was like, "Why would you text me that like almost immediately after?" I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm just letting you know current events. <laughs> so some guy pulled a knife on us today. <laughs> Ain't that fun? And other news. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. That, I guess that was a little because once you have that much adrenaline, like you gotta get the out. after effects. Or you are literally, like, it's got to leave your system. So you're still, you're hyper aware of what just happened. And it it loops in your mind. Every time I get, like, super hyper aware, like, in situations, not like that, but obviously close to death or something, I'm usually pissed off. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> God. I don't know. It's weird, but. I want to get in a final, I want to get in a situation this time where I actually get hurt. No, you don't, buddy. No, you don't. <laughs> Bro, the last car wreck I got in, I, all I did, all I did was bruise my knee. I was like, "Come on, now." It's like I'm trying to die. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go out in a blaze of glory or something. An it's honorable to death. Save your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's an honorable death. I don't know. You know. They keep you alive. <laughs> Put you in the bubble of doom. Ah. <laughs> oh. No, that's good. It worked out. So. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very pleased with that, and I'd, I'm in a similar kind of way. Like I, I keep thinking about all these things that have happened to me. I have, this is the. Are first you looking time back on other situations where you got close now? Because I've had and analyzing them. Yeah, because I'm like, wait a minute, what's there, there's been a lot of different things that have happened to me or happened around me in the past, um, not just near death experiences, but other things. Yeah, and I'm like. Like, why the heck? I understand that the only reason I'm alive in one piece the way I am is because God has allowed me to be there in, in this state. But I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> I'm not doing particularly well in my own walk with Christ. So it's like, it's, it's not that. So why am I still around? Why am I not paralyzed? You think God just picks people off when they're not doing... They're not reading daily? (laughs) You're not... (laughs) I don't think that at all, but even though I know it's... Maybe it's it's just to show you how close you can. Like, at any moment, because you're never guaranteed the next day. Right. At any moment, you know, you could die. I I don't know. I'm a firm believer in the fact that if you are a child of God and you're still alive, that means you have some work to do whether it's today, tomorrow, or sometime in the future, there's still something that God intends you to do that you haven't done yet. So he's going to preserve you at least until that's done. Um, and I, I really do think that's a big part of that ultimate truth because I analyze that every once in a while. I'm like, okay, why am I still around? Because I still sin. And yes, I repent of it, but I still sin, and that's not good. Like, so why keep me around? And then shortly after that, something will happen. Some, he'll put somebody in my life that I do something for. And it's like, okay, maybe it was for that. Now I'm going to die. <laughs> no, no, not yet. And so I, I don't think no. that. I don't think, yeah, I'm going to die now because I did the one thing I was supposed to do. No, yeah, I, I feel you. But ultimately, I think, you know. He, he has written work for us to do before we were even born, before the foundation of the earth. So, of course, that's going to happen, no matter how many wrenches we try and throw into the <laughs> the works. Like, no, I agree with that. So, but yeah. That's interesting. I never thought about it like that, that like, if you're still alive, then you still have work to be done. That's so. why, like, people, even if they're not saved, should never 
lose hope in that regard because there's there's people that are like beside themselves with the fact that like I'm not saved and I don't know how to be and I could die at any second I was like take a step back the fact that you're alive means that God wanted you to be alive and the fact that you have this crisis means that he's working on you extensively so take a deep breath He's not going to let you die until this gets sorted out. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I think that goes just as well for Christians as well. You know, we, yes, we've, we're Christians. We've been sanctified, but we're not fully sanctified. We're saved, but we haven't yet experienced the fullness of what salvation means for Christians. So the, the promise has been sealed, but we haven't yet experienced it. Uh, fact that's the the spirit itself is our sure money essentially it's that contract where you give god's given us a little bit of a taste but the rest of the reward is yet to come essentially um which we don't deserve any bit of that reward it's it's kind of comical if you think about it but (laughs) hey i don't know you never know. That situation may not look valuable to you, but it might work out differently for like the guy with the knife. Damn. Cause yeah, you don't know where he was going. Him. You know, yeah. like you know, it's like I always think about that. Like, like when I got in my car crash, I was thinking, imagine if I had left just thirty seconds earlier. Mm-hmm. It probably would have never happened. You know, like it's the perfect time. There's no other event like that could have not happened other than that exact time and how I just happened to perfectly line up with that. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe that was something towards that, you know? Yeah. Because you're never going to be able to know what every single person you talk to or spread the word to or whatever. You know, you don't know where all those people are in 30 years. You don't know. Some of them are probably dead. You know, you, some of them are probably prospering or whatever. You don't know what's happening. So yeah, who knows? That could, that could very, very much be used to lead that guy to someone else. Yeah, because... And you were just that... The, that, that, like, that stop sign to get him down that specific path. I don't know how to explain that, but... Because it could be like, yeah, he's done that to a bunch of people, you know, and then eventually, someday he sobers up and realizes, hey, like, this isn't cool, or somebody talks to him about it and yeah. gets him to realize, like... So it could be one little cog in this bigger machine that ultimately leads to him going in a different direction. So I I think everything has a reason. Everything has a purpose. I I think from what I can see, because we're not ever given much of a a picture of what's going on behind the scenes. From what I can see currently, I think that whole thing was more for Jonathan's benefit than for anything else because he has struggled with drugs. And I talked to him a little bit after that on on Saturday. And I was like, you know, that guy, you know, we, we figured out he was high on something weird like that's what drugs do to you yeah they make you so that you don't care about other people's lives and maybe that was just a a lie a a real example to help jonathan i don't know you never know what it's for it can always prosper in the multiple outlets too for both people or even all three i don't know but well it certainly has given me a lot to think about Um, give you a different perspective but I don't know. It's it, it is interesting. Thinking about it afterwards, I was like, this this probably was intended mostly for his benefit. Not that that has taken yet, because um, he got fired yesterday. What? Yeah, he had his third strike. He had a uh, a relapse on I guess Sunday. Shoot. And didn't show up Monday. No call, no show. That was his third strike. And so have you fired. talked to him since or no? No. Dang. So. It's that sucks. I and part of me wonders, like, did the whole knife push him thing push him into going back? And I was like, I don't know. I have no way of yeah. knowing. He when he was getting closer and closer to that relapse, because he did it in the past too. Like he'd start clamming up, and you'd ask him things and ask him questions. He'd just maybe give you a one word answer if he answered at all. Yeah. So even that was kind of a proof he was aiming towards that. I could tell that that whole event sort of shook him from his decline a little bit. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't enough. I, I think that'll give him something to think about hard in the future. 
but should have gone to church or fellowship. I should, you know, I should have. I thought about that. You don't have it. You don't have like his number. Or I do have his number, and I I should invite him, but yeah, I have no clue well. where he's living right now because he got kicked out of his house the same day he got shoot. That well, that was he lives in a halfway house. Lived in a halfway Lived. house, yeah. and the fact that he relapsed meant that he got kicked out. He's got somewhere else to live though. Right. But sucks. I I thought about. I didn't fully think about it, and obviously I didn't act on it. But I took him home on Saturday evening, so the day before he relapsed. And he was, you know, being the brick wall that he he was. And I talked to him a little bit, like, hey, do you go to church on Sunday? Like, what's your weekend plans? Like, oh, I'm just relaxing. Like, do you go to church? No. I was like, well, I talked to him a little bit about the importance of church and why it's so, why I found it to be such a blessing. Because, like, you've got this close-knit family around you. They're, they're people that you don't know from Adam, and yet they are. It, it's uncanny how willing they are to love you just off the bat. Like, they've never seen you before, but they're willing to, you know, bring you in, hug you, get to know you when, by the world standards, they have no right to or no, you know, like, why would they do that? Um, so I talked to him a little bit about that, and it was, again, it was like talking to a brick wall. I think he mumbled something about like, yeah, that would be neat or something. And but I should have, I should have invited. Hey him. man, you can always shoot him a text. That's what I need to do with some more people. But eh. yeah, if they say no, they say no. If they say yes, then yeah. Yeah. So I, I definitely have some things to work on because well, ultimately yeah. his soul is more important than anything. He's supposedly a Christian, so it would be good getting him to a church. Uh, <coughs> his both of his parents are ministers. So I have a feeling they'll be getting a hold of him <laughs> sometime soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's... Hey. It's you never know. You never know yeah. what happens. Even the smallest things have the biggest effects. Like right. the butterfly flat effect. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Paul talked to that effect a little bit. Where we should never feel bad fully. We We should work on ourselves if we feel like we didn't do something to the fullest extent. Like... I didn't invite him to church. I didn't go far enough. I could have gone and picked him up. He didn't have a vehicle. Um, but I could have done all of that. So I need to work on that for the future. But Hey, we all have things we got to work on. Even in that reality, like we shouldn't feel bad like that we've, we've messed something up cosmically because, one, God's in full control. So he, he knew that I wasn't going to offer to take him to church and whatnot. And he could still work his plan out in that. Uh you know, Paul talked about how one person plants the seed, another one waters it, but it's God that makes the plant grow. And in that regard, sometimes you talk truth into people's lives, and it could be little things that you don't realize is impactful as it really is. Um, and you don't get to see the benefit from it. But somebody else down the line might say something to them that adds to that, and it might be 50 people that say little little bits of God's truth into somebody's life before somebody finally sees them transformed. And you never know that what you said was of any value, but we need to be faithful in, in actually talking to people and realizing that people are valuable, not just for what they can do, but for the very fact that they're image bearers of God. Um, everybody should be respected from the outset. That's, that's probably the, the greatest lie of the modern age is that respect is earned and not given. It's like, biblically speaking, it's the other way around. You give respect from the onset because of people's, um, you know, that, that they were made in the image of God and that carries its own dignity from the onset. Um, when, you, when you think about it that way, it... it kind of opens up a lot of implications that are troubling to me because I don't follow that as closely as I should. Like I see somebody on the street that looks haggard and whatnot. Like, do I see them as a a reflection of God's image? Or do I see them as the person that's more than likely going to ask me for money that I know they're going to spend on drugs? Yeah. I was like... Yeah, I don't even want to look at the person now for fear they'll lock onto me and he's like, "Hey, money, buddy." The, de- the death stare. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I feel you. 
I, that happened to me a lot when I was in college. So, but yeah, no, I feel that. So. Yeah. Shouldn't shouldn't worry about it though. No. Besides, you know, there's always room for improvement, anyways. Of course. So with the, everybody, so. A lot of what the Spirit does for us is He shines a light light on our own sin. There's we are so incredibly sinful as people, uh, even as Christians that have been in the Word for years and years that we don't recognize the vast majority of our sins. Like I don't know what the percentage would be, but we've probably only seen a fraction of a percent of what our true sinfulness actually is. And that those just happen to be the ones that are most visible to us. And like, oh yeah, this thing trips me up from time to time. That must be my sin. But in actuality, the sheer number of times that we, you know, we curse God without even thinking about it. Um, something I've been meaning to talk to one of my partners about because he loves complaining but if you think about complaints what are they but thinly veiled curses and if you're cursing you gotta be cursing something like you complain about the weather who are you cursing you can't curse the weatherman they didn't control the weather you're probably cursing god in a very yeah. roundabout way not to say that everybody should be optimists all the time but yeah. you gotta really think about your own mental state Actions have consequences. Little things like, yeah, the things you do can be sin, and the things you don't do can be sin as well. And so when you take that into effect, oh, God, there's so many things I do wrong, and then things I don't do that not doing them is wrong. And even in that, I don't know the, the barest fraction of what I do wrong. But the Spirit is good to show you what sins are most prevalent and the ones that God wants you to work on the ones he wants you to give up and repent of and so all we can do is trust and obey trust that God will sanctify us through the spirit and then trust that he'll give us the strength to give up those sins it's incredibly hard no yeah I feel that so we need to probably probably cut it off here but that was a roller coaster. Of this is how we do it, man. <laughs> Haven't been on here in like two weeks. Uh, been out. out I don't about. like it. Wait, we need that. Shoot. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Any last thoughts you want to give? Yeah, I was thinking about Boeing today. Look that up in your Bible. That's yeah. That's all you find. In the That's all you find. It's just Boeing <laughs> over and over. John three sixteen. Boeing. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. No. Oh, no. We're definitely going <laughs> to yeah, be for that Well, uh, anybody, uh, yeah. anyway, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope to catch you on the next one. Yeah. Um. Take care. See you. Peace.